This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for Tuesday, September 26, 2023. Hello everybody. Listen, I got to get this out of the way before we jump into Ryan Day. All right. I did make a bet. I picked five games last Friday. I had to get three right to avoid my daughter painting my nails on this very podcast. I failed. I failed miserably. So I will pay off that bet. I originally said it was going to be on today's podcast, but she's got some standardized testing going on. This week has been crazy. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to take video of her painting my nails. We're going to do it on Friday's podcast right after the Lions take on the Packers at Lambeau. And not only does she want to paint my nails, but she's got a message for you people about me. She rips on me. I actually think it's a quite disrespectful message, but I lost the bet, so I got to take what's coming at me. So look forward to Friday's podcast, these beautiful nails. They're going to be painted pink and purple and green and Roy G. Biv, all the colors of the rainbow. And my daughter's going to get a big kick out of it. And I should learn not to gamble anymore. Like, true story, my boss called me into the office. He's like, hey, Rieger, who do you got tonight? And this is yesterday. Talking about the Bucks play, Philly. Matthew Stafford and the Rams play Cincinnati. Is Joe Burrow going to play? I'm not quite sure. He's like, I want to know who you got. And I'm going to take exactly the opposite of who you say because you're horrendous at this. And I'm like, dude, tell me something I don't know. I mean, absolutely horrendous. It has not been good gambling for Jeff Rieger or myself. I just talked about myself in the third person. I never do that. But it hasn't been good recently. But, you know, good gamblers, they don't stop gambling. They just continue, right, until they win. So that could be today or tomorrow or the next day. But we move on. So Friday, the nails, we'll do it then. All right? Fair? Fair. Cool. Now let's get to the meat of this program because I've been waiting a couple days to talk about it. I knew yesterday I had to talk about the Lions because they had the big win against the Atlanta Falcons. But I've been thinking about talking about Ryan Day. Because, my goodness, is it funny. Did you happen to catch the post game on Saturday night? You had Notre Dame hosting Ohio State. Ohio State pulls it out at the very end. They scored with one second left on the clock. 
And then Ryan Day went insane, went absolutely insane on the on-field interview. And then he continued it into his post-game presser as well. I have the audio for you. In fact, I got some audio clips that I want to draw up a narrative for you. But before we do any of that, let me just kind of tell you what's going on, okay? So it was Notre Dame, Ohio State, the biggest game of the season so far, unless you're going to count Texas, Alabama as the biggest game. It was a great game. It was an awesome game. And the greatest thing about it is I hate both those teams, so I knew somebody would lose that I hated. So that made me feel very good. But Notre Dame, if we're being completely honest, gave the Buckeyes the win. For some reason or another, Ryan Day on fourth and inches with about four minutes left to go in the game decided to call a jet sweep on fourth and inches. It failed spectacularly. It was really a bad call. Next thing you know, Irish get the ball, 4-12 remaining in the game. They had a chance to salt it away, but for some reason or another, and I don't know why, they started throwing the ball. They had seven offensive plays. They got one first down. They threw the ball twice in seven plays. They got the clock down to 126. Had to punt it away. Buckeyes took over at 125. Ohio State then proceeded to put together a very nice drive. 15 plays, 68 yards, scored a touchdown with a second left. Their quarterback, their freshman quarterback, very impressive. Ripped the hearts out of Irish fans everywhere. That little leprechaun that runs around, he was not very happy not doing push-ups there. And the Buckeyes win the biggest game of the season. Like a huge game, a massive game. And then the craziness, then the weirdness happened. Like Ryan Day is already kind of a weird guy. He wants you to believe that he's tough and his team is tough. He's got that jet black beard. Makes him look tough. You think he dyes it? I have no idea. I'm asking. If you know, let me know. Comment section below, please. I think he might, though. I'm not accusing him of it, though. Maybe a little just for men. Jet black. I don't know. Anyway, Ryan Day in the TV interview after the Buckeyes win the football game went insane. Take a listen to what he said. But you knew this one wasn't going to be easy, but it came down to the wire. And what can you say about the performance from your quarterback, Kyle McCord, to finish that drive? Toughness. Toughness. That's it. Physicality, cross the board, finish it off, having guts. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, what he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio. And it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids, and we got a tough team. What did they prove to you tonight in this victory that you'll take away and run with? Toughness. Everybody's questioning these kids all the time. We had one bad half the last couple years. That's it. Everybody wants to question these guys. These guys are warriors right here to come back and win. This kid right here to come back in the second half and win. I'm emotional about this for a reason. A lot of people question these kids and say a lot of things about them. I love them. When someone attacks your family to come in and win like this is special. It's a great win for our program and a great win for Ohio State. Coach, you knew this one wasn't going to be easy, but it came down to the wire. And what can you say about the performance from your quarterback, Kyle McCord? So he was talking about Kyle McCord, obviously, who came back and got the Buckeyes the victory. But let's just dive into the insanity. That was Ryan Day right there. I get he was fired up, and I understand he's been hearing some things over the course of probably over the last year. Because that's the knock on the Buckeyes, that they're too finesse, right? They're not tough enough. But let's get into it. He first talked about Ohio against the world. Oh, yeah, you got it so tough, Ryan Day. Ohio State has it so tough. Ryan Day has it so tough. How tough do they have it? 
They were allowed to go to the CFP last season after losing to Michigan. Did not even win the Big Ten. And they allowed him and them to play against Georgia. Now, they almost knocked off Georgia. So they guess they deserve to be there. But what other team has one loss in the last game of the season, doesn't play in a conference championship game, doesn't win their conference, and then gets to go to the CFP? I mean, come on. But hey, it's Ohio State versus everybody, right? Way to steal that from Detroit, by the way. It's supposed to be Detroit versus everybody. But oh, poor Ryan Day. Oh, the Buckeyes not respected. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's against us. Shut it, please. No special treatment at all, right? None. What about the COVID year? Remember how they fought like hell to get the Buckeyes in the Big Ten title game? But again, Ohio State versus everybody. Right, Ryan? That was one thing that popped out to me. The other thing, talking toughness. I mean, how tough were they actually on Saturday night? They won the game to go to Notre Dame to win the game at night. You got to be tough, right? But how many times they get stopped on fourth and short, including that silly jet sweep on fourth and inches that gave Notre Dame the ball? And let's not forget, on the last drive, the final two plays, the Irish were missing a right tackle. They only, two plays, had 10 guys on the field. Like Marcus Freeman was asked because he knew, why didn't you call a timeout? <clears throat> they didn't have any. It was like fourth and goal to go. There was one second left. They could have jumped off sides, take a penalty. You would have given them all of 18 inches. At least you would have got 11 guys on the field. But instead, Ryan Day and the Buckeyes understood that there was a right tackle missing for Notre Dame. So they went right through that spot. Real tough. They almost didn't score. Toughness, though. Toughness. They had to go to review. Barely got over the goal line. There was nobody there. Real tough. If we're being completely honest, and you're going to hate this, I'm going to give them the Mike Tirico asterisk because Marcus Freeman coached a bad game down the stretch. That is why the Buckeyes were able to take advantage. It should have never come to that. But I know you're going to get upset at me for saying that, hey, you know what? There's an asterisk. I got upset with Tariko when he gave the Lions game an asterisk. So I'm not going to do it, okay? I'm not going to do it. However, come on. Toughness. Give me a break. The other part I like is toughness. Nothing quite as tough as calling out an 86-year-old, Lou Holtz. Ryan Day said, I wonder where Lou Holtz is right now. He's probably sleeping. He's 86. I mean, come on. You're calling out an 86-year-old dude. Toughness, though. Toughness. You kind of sound like a bully. But whatever. But the question needs to be asked. So what did Lou Holtz say? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. That got Ryan Day so upset to begin with. Let's take a listen, shall we? This is Lou Holtz on the Pat McAfee Show. And these words really upset Ryan Day. 
And you look at Coach Day, and I coached at Ohio State under Woody Hayes. We won the national championship when I was there. That's right. So I'm proud of that. However, he has lost to Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan twice. And everybody that beats him does so because they're more physical than Ohio State. And I think Notre Dame will take that same approach. I know that our schedule... It hasn't been the best. We're 103rd in strength of schedule. However, that doesn't bother me because every day we get to practice against good. We get to practice covering our good receivers. won't be much different than covering uh, the great receiver they have in Ohio State. And plus, we're playing at home. It'll be a close football game, but we will win because we believe. Forget who in the hell we're playing. Just tell Ohio State this. You, 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 you take his message to Ohio State. You tell them they better bring their lunch because it's going to be a full damn day's work. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. And you look at Coach Day, and I coached at Ohio State under Woody Hayes. We won the national So that was Lou Holtz. You better bring your lunch. He was right about that, by the way. It was a close game. But what exactly is Ryan Day upset about? That Lou Holtz said he wasn't tough? Lou Holtz said he wasn't physical. What does he expect Lou Holtz to say? Lou Holtz is essentially the leprechaun for Notre Dame. He's just not doing push-ups. I'm sorry. Did you interview Lou Holtz and did you expect him to say, oh, yeah, I think the Buckeyes are going to kick our ass? Lou Holtz goes in the Pat McAfee show and it's a propaganda machine. Of course he's going to root for Notre Dame. Of course he's going to say good things about Notre Dame. In the process, he's going to rip the Buckeyes. And this is what Ryan Day is upset about. This is what Ryan Day has allowed to consume him. It's ridiculous, isn't it? But there's more because we know what this is all about, guys. We know what this is all about. You heard Ryan Day on the field say we had one bad half. One bad half. What was that bad half? I have that answer for you as well. Let's take a listen, shall we? You know, I'm really upset and disrespected by what Lou Holtz said publicly about our team and Ohio State and Buckeye Nation. And we're not going to stand for that. That's not even close to true. We had one bad half a couple years ago up in Ann Arbor. We did in the second half. But we, we, every game we play in, we're physical. We are. I don't know where that narrative comes from, but that ends tonight. This team right here showed toughness. They showed grit. They didn't give up, and they found a way to win, get that last yard. You know, I'm really upset and disrespected by what Lou Holtz said publicly. About- okay, so Ryan Day's upset, right? Doesn't know where that narrative comes from. I get why he's upset, but let's not lie, Ryan. You had one bad half against Michigan. You said that was in Ann Arbor, right? Was that the half you got outscored 28-14? Or what about the half in Columbus last year where you got outscored in the second half 28-3? to Which one was it, Ryan? Was it one bad half or was it two bad halves? But what the hell is Ryan Day actually upset about? He's 49-6 and at Ohio State. Those games that Lou Holtz mentioned were usually in the college football playoff, meaning... He was good enough to get there, and those games were actually pretty close. Ryan Day has had a brilliant career. He doesn't have to prove anything to anybody, and I have no idea why he's bothered what Lou Holtz says or by what Lou Holtz says. 
Actually, yes, I do. Because it has nothing to do with Lou Holtz and everything to do about Michigan. It's got everything to do about Michigan. And he said it right there. Ryan Day is allowing Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines to live in his head rent-free. That's exactly what's going on. Think about it. Before Ryan Day got to Columbus, Urban Meyer went 7-0 against Michigan. So no matter how many CFP games you win or almost win, even if you try to get a national title, none of it matters unless you beat the Wolverines. And Ryan Day is 1-2 and two against the Wolverines. And then take it a step further. Take it a step further, shall we? You think Ryan Day is a little freaking annoyed that he just went on the road and beat a ranked team in Notre Dame in a tough place to play in front of touchdown Jesus at night, and he still ranked fourth, two spots behind Michigan. Michigan didn't play anybody. Michigan's played nobody, and they don't lose their ranking. Not only haven't they played anybody, they haven't really looked good against anybody either, or at least not as good as they should look. Ryan Day is obsessed with Michigan obsessed. Like, how do you think he feels? The narrative, he says, where's the narrative come from? The narrative came because he can't beat Michigan. How many times have you heard it? Ohio State's got a good team. They are performing and set up to beat anybody in the country, except for Michigan. Michigan is set up to beat Ohio State. That's got to drive him freaking bonkers. That has to drive him nuts. So, yes, he's not mad at Lou Holtz, I wouldn't think. It's bad form to go after an 86-year-old, I would think. I wouldn't do that. He's upset because the nation doesn't think he can beat the Wolverines. And all anybody in Columbus gives a damn about is beating the Wolverines. They're insane over there. They cross out all the M's. Ryan Day can't win that game. Ryan Day probably thinks if he doesn't win it this year, games at Michigan, that maybe he gets fired. Now, that would be insane because he's a good coach and he's had great success. But if you can't beat the Wolverines, then how good really are you to Ohio State? So I think I've cracked the code. Let me know if you think I'm right. Comment section below. Ryan Day is not upset about being called untough or soft. Ryan Day is not upset at 86-year-old Lou Holtz. Ryan Day, in my mind, I'm just psychoanalyzing him here, is kept up at night because Michigan has beat him the last two years. And that, at the end of the day, is all that matters. I think I did my best, Columba. I gave you audio. I backed it up with facts. And I did a really nice job of putting Ryan Day on the couch and being his shrink. Ryan Day is allowing Jim Harbaugh and Michigan to live in his head rent-free. And we'll see what happens in the final game of the regular season in Ann Arbor. And let's not forget, by the way, let's not forget, it probably all started with this. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple, you know, but they didn't. Sometimes people that... Or standing on third base, think they hit a triple, you know, but they didn't. Sometimes people that. I decided to play it twice. 
because I'm not quite sure how to stop this machine. And furthermore, it's that good. So comment section below. Ryan Day. This team is plenty tough. Ryan Day. Very good coach. We gave you his record. 49 and 6. Insanely good. Ryan Day should not go after an 86-year-old on national TV, not once but twice. But more than anything, Ryan Day is obsessed because he can't beat the Wolverines like his predecessor, Urban Meyer, did. That's my take on it. What do you think? Comment section below. Let me know. This has been a fun podcast for me because I like trashing Ohio State. In the meantime, every podcast, I read a good comment and a bad comment. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. The daily ticket, wherever you get your podcast, it would mean the world to me. Here's a good comment. Rieger, great podcast. I'm digging having one of these to sink my teeth into every day. Thanks. They're getting better and better. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And now the bad comment. Rieger, dude, all you do is flip-flop. Your opinion changes more than I change my underwear, and that's daily. Oh, nice. Thanks for telling me. Stick to an opinion. Don't change it the next day or find a new line of work. Man, you're effing, he swore, though. Annoying. It's kind of harsh on a Monday going into a Tuesday. But what are you going to do? Sometimes when evidence presents itself or itself, you do have to change your opinion. So that's the show for today, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think? Give me your thoughts on the comment section. What we saw over the weekend with Ryan Day getting so upset about being tough or not being tough or what people are saying about his kids or what people are saying about him or the program. Doesn't it all just boil down to Michigan and his inability to beat Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines? I'd say yes. Comment section below. We'll catch you tomorrow, Wednesday on The Daily Ticket. It's been fun as always. See ya.